Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yourself a podcast, talking into mics, eh? Hello, welcome to episode 77 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This one's dropping on August 14th, 2013, and my name is Dan Gorman, and nobody flicks me in the butt without my consent. <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons, and oh, time to go look at the mustache again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greg Legro, and all right, I'll pick you up at 10 o'clock and enrage you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. We got so much I was to talk about. I have a tick doll at home, or toy, not a doll, that you press his back. <laughs> you got dolls, but I got dolls. Uh, he's, and he's wearing a uh, I Heart Dinosaur Neil shirt. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think I've yeah, seen yeah. that. But I was looking at it this morning, and I'm like, I should do a tick thing. <laughs> yeah. I need to go back and watch uh, the tick through like the, the animated series again. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It's been a long I was, time. I had no idea. While I was uh, looking for the actual, like what the actual quote was, I was looking through the cast list. I had no idea Mickey Dolenz was the voice of uh, Arthur. Oh. No, I didn't know that either. Me either. fucking weird? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, This week, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We uh, went and saw Elysium and Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. Sea Monsters? Sea of Monsters. Something along those lines. Sea of Monsters? See them? Yeah. We're going to talk about that in Film Roulette. Uh, Percy Jackson, see some monsters. Yeah. (laughs) Come on in. See some monsters. The water's fine. Uh, We're also going to get to our final hero swap ever. Dear Lord. Cage match. I imagine there's going to be a lot of crime. We're going to figure out at the end of this episode who the number one action hero of all time is. And that's going to be it. Chisel it into cement, and that's it. That's it. We know. Um, But we'll talk about some stuff off the top. Um, I will say I went and saw The World's End, Mm -hmm. the new Edgar Wright movie. Starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, uh, a couple a couple faces show up that you might recognize that I won't spoil. Some good little cameos. Uh, this movie is the best movie of the summer. Yeah, uh, I wrote mm-hmm. I wrote about this for Modern Superior. If you haven't read it, check it out at modernsuperior.com. But I have done nothing but walk out of movie theaters this summer with major blockbusters going like. Oh, yep. why wasn't that as good as I wanted it to be? Yeah, virtually and every one. Almost every single one. I think mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 I had problems with, but I, I still... I just watched it. Yeah? I saw oh, what'd theater. you think? I thought it was a huge piece of shit. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I okay. fucking hated it. I watched it, and I was like, I have a lot of issues with this, but I still had a blast watching it. Well, you I know what? It was because it was the first one. 
Yeah. Now that I've seen a bunch of shitty movies all summer, and now I saw that, I was like, no, you suck too. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Shane that. Black. You don't. <laughs> you don't like it when Iron Man has a little child sidekick. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> I, didn't. I like that stuff. The yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was really goofy and like, who is this for? Yeah, the kids, I, I guess. It was but funny. and uh, what they did to the Dan Mandarin Gorman. is just unforgivable. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. I imagined you would have a problem. I, with that. Like, I didn't give a too. fuck because um, I don't care too. that much about the. Comic I don't even book, like man. the Mandarin as a character. I think he's kind of stupid, but fucking show some respect. Yeah, yeah. God, it was just such a like. This is what we're doing. This and. Guy P and the and the Killian, he's not a glowing lava man. That's not. A, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything it, about Iron fuck, Man. <laughs> I just I thought I loved watching the. I thought the action was was so yeah, much fun. Totally, uh, like it was just a big bright. Yeah. I like when they blew up his colors house. around that was the pretty screen. Cool. Yeah, I um, but but, but I, all the remote control Iron Man. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was. Very Why do they break so easily? I think I'm really. How forgiving. is he such a good superhero if a fucking <laughs> truck can take him out? They all just fall to pieces constantly. This is true. Ugh. That is absolutely what a piece true. Piece of shit. But, but the world's end was the first movie I fully walked out of this summer and was just like, yes, fucking Edgar Wright, you fucking did it again. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. If you don't go see this movie when it comes out, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> It's the best movie of the summer, now, hands down. At the end of the movie, the screening that you saw, yeah, <laughs> there was like an extra thing that you yeah, saw. Yeah, because Edgar Wright was the in Toronto doing some press, and so I won tickets through a site called Dork Shelf, and on the contest page, it was like, we may or may not be able to say that somebody could be showing up tonight, maybe two people, and I was like, well, that's ominous, and he's in town for press. Obviously, Edgar Wright's going to show up, but we're waiting for the movie to start, and this like guy comes into the theater, and I was like... He was kind of in the shadows, and I was just thinking, who is that? Is that just, like, your average, normal, like, nerdy guy? <laughs> right. But then he came in the light, and I was like, oh, that's Gilmero del Toro. And he just, like, <laughs> sat down, and everyone was like, woo! And he just, like, put his hands up, like, yep, watching this movie. <laughs> but then at, then afterwards, they were doing Q&A, and the guy that was doing the Q&A for him is, like, a host on the Sci-Fi Network or something. And he was like, well, I'm not a director, so I don't know how to interview directors. I should bring a director up here. And so Gilmero came up, and then just the nerd fest explosion 2013 happened. Amazing. That must have been fucking yeah, phenomenal. It was very fucking cool. Yeah. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, this movie's great. It's exactly like his other movies. It's it's a really great, fucking hilarious, referential, nerd film, nerdery movie that it also <laughs> doesn't like tre- it, it it treats the move the, the genres cuz this one's about sci-fi as hot fuzz was action and Shaun of the Dead was zombies and it treats the the genres uh with with love but also adds to them um and and has a heart to it the like the story well, underlying it does well it. like Shaun of the Dead yeah. is an homage to zombie movies but it's also a really fucking great zombie yeah. movie and it's really funny the and same thing with Hot Fuzz Hot Fuzz is a pretty fucking solid action movie yeah He's, and uh, he's very good at what he's doing. What he's and doing. and they all, all have something to them. Like Shaun of the, I remember seeing Shaun of the Dead and being like legitimately sad and at, at parts. Yeah, and, yeah. You know? And and this movie does the same thing for sure. So if if you are, have had as bad of a summer as we have in terms of blockbuster movies, and you don't go support this, make this movie a hit, then I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think part of the reason I was so. Uh, not interested in Iron Man 3 um, was the night before I finally watched uh, Chronicle. 
Oh, yes. That's a very good Chronicle movie. Chronicle is a very good That's movie. That's a really, really good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I um, felt like at the end, I was a little bit like, it dipped a little bit in quality by the end, but overall, that is like a fucking cool movie, better than I would have thought it would oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning, even at the beginning, I was kind of like, I don't know, but yeah. then, like, it really had me. And, yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It really, it, uh, I thought the effects looked great. Have you seen great. that, Casey? No, I still haven't great. seen it. Um, yeah, and, that, and the director, Josh Trank, he's doing... Uh, Fantastic Four. That because I was right? like, well, what, who cares? I don't care who they're giving it to. But yeah. now I'm like, maybe you mm-hmm. know, yeah. uh, it's possible. Is it's, it? Is it's, it? It's not like it's a completely different cast, right? Like they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, no, we're not. We're not using checklists this time. No, no. <laughs> no, they need to they, use I Dean Norris, huh? They need to use Dean Norris as uh, as the thing. Well, they need to make the thing CGI. No more man in a poop suit. It has to, it has to stop. Hey, 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 slow down. All right? Just because you don't like a poop suit. Well, just don't make the thing. Everyone else can wear poop suits. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give, yeah. But uh, fix him. Like He's supposed to, He's like the Hulk. He's like yeah. a big... He fights the Hulk. Like, he's like, yeah, it's yeah, comparable it. to that. No more poop suits. I swear to fucking God. But yeah, uh, I don't remember the 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 way they did him in the other two most recent. What, yeah, was I it pretty he was shitty CGI. like suit? No, like, he's in a poop suit. Okay, <laughs> you <laughs> just like saying poop suit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, drank too much beer. Maybe had Mexican food. Poop okay, suit. Okay, yeah, he's a little yellow. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, the, the 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 first Fantastic Four movie I remember thinking was the fucking funniest piece of shit. Ever. Oh, it's really bad. Like I remember laughing really hard watching that. The uh, the nineteen ninety four one yeah. is on YouTube. That's yeah, watch that. That's I've like, seen I've seen bits of that. Fucking fascinating. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and there, it looks like they're going young with that Fantastic Four cast, like, and kind of shifting things up. Like they're talking about Michael B. Jordan from Chronicle and mm-hmm. Fruitvale Station as okay. being John yeah, Storm. Yeah. Uh, That'd which be cool. is great. I think that you know that you Fantastic Four is so old timey. You've got to do just anything with it. Yeah, you find just the right people. Doesn't matter. And I Whatever. think that, I think that's a cool director to give it to, especially. I think so too. Do you know is is anyone attached to write it or? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, pr- probably is. It's pretty close to going into production, like they're yeah. close to having a cast together. But anyway, that kid uh, Dane DeHaan, who's uh, uh, the place beyond the pines, right? Um, he's the lead in Chronicle, and he's just uh, this kid's great. I think yeah. he's just just great. <clears throat> but if you haven't seen Chronicle, watch Chronicle. It's yeah, on, it's on Canadian Netflix. It's, Chron- uh, great Chronicle movie. is the reason why I give uh, a lot of credit to Max Landis, John Landis's yeah. son, because I think he knows his shit, and he is kind. Of, I've seen videos with him, and I think he can be very a huge douche, off-putting to people. <laughs> yeah. but I think he fucking knows his shit and knows Absolutely. how to make a movie yep. right Absolutely. in terms of scripting. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really good movie. Yeah. I will would be interested. I think they're doing a Chronicle too. I don't know. I thought I heard that they were doing a Chronicle too. Um, but yeah, I like that movie, and you should check it out, Casey. I think it's on Netflix. It's on. Uh, it is. Yeah. they are doing a Chronicle too as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, there was some really disturbing news this morning about Batman and Superman. Oh, uh, yes, you mentioned that. To yeah. Me. yeah. I hope it's not. I, this better be on for this. What, uh, what was the news, Greg? The Orlando Bloom is going to play Batman. <laughs> They're going to bloom it up. Get some bloom what? on. Orla- Orlando, bloom it up. Why? I don't know. 
I, I've got nothing against him, really. I mean, I don't love him as an actor. I don't think I've seen anything with him that where I was like, he's great. Except for extras. He was pretty good on extras. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, other uh, than that. I mean, it's hard to gauge him from the Lord of the Rings movies yeah. as an actor. And then, like, that Elizabeth was he Town in movie. Oh, he Legolith. plays the he plays Legolith, the lady the, elf. The elf, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you look at his, uh... he plays Jerry Hall, the elf. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at his IMDb, it's like there's there's nothing on here that I care about. No, no, no. Like, I think maybe some people could make a a, a, a pass at Black Hawk Down. I don't. But he's that sounds he's not like yeah, he doesn't he doesn't but sell like, that movies movie. where he's been the lead and, yeah. and, and he's not playing an elf. Elizabeth Town. Elizabeth Town. I had to stop watching. It's yep. horrendous and he's terrible in Troy. it. Troy. Kingdom of Heaven is a huge fucking Kingdom mess. of Heaven. And he sucks in that. I hate him in, the, in those uh, pirate movies. Yeah, pirate he was uh, Johnny Ryle in Fight for Your Right Revisited, though. <laughs> the Beastie Boys really? uh, thing. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Was he just in a restaurant? I was think he in Ted Dance in a restaurant, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine he just, was sitting on a stoop I think that's a weird pick. It's like they're right actively now. trying to yeah. make sure they're going to bury DC for Totally. Him. Yeah. I've seen articles go out like people people are not happy. No. He's a, a horrendous yeah. choice. And just in general, the way that, like, they've been handling it. Like, Everything shit. is just very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, listen, we've built up all this goodwill with these uh, Batman movies. Yeah. We're going to have to find a way to keep it going. Uh, oops. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah super, that is, super, uh, that's pretty shitty. lame. Yeah. Although, you know what? When when I heard that Heath Ledger was playing the Joker, I was like, oh, and That's then, true. You know what happened? Yeah. You never know. You never know. You In know Hollywood. What you guys don't ever or, know. Or I like to call it Holly Weird. Zing. Take that. Casey, yes. you Damn. watched a movie that I, know. I was pseudo I was interested in. So was I. And honestly, I mean, but I, a lot of people trashed the trailer and said I the thought trailer it makes looked it look not stupid. Very good. And I was like, no, I'm holding out. Like, I'm going to try my best i watched uh, hell baby yes which was uh, written and directed by uh, uh tom lennon and robert ben grant yeah from reno 911 or the state previously to that um yep prior to that and uh it's terrible yeah uh, it stars uh, everyone Rob Corddry. like it stars all of my favorite fucking people kumail nanjiani uh, kumail Na- okay kumail is fucking awesome but i like i don't i've never seen him do anything that wasn't awesome mm-hmm. i've also been watching um because i have uh irish netflix on my tv right now because uh-huh. they are running fucking first run episodes of uh breaking bad yeah i'm watching that Did later you- tonight no i haven't had a chance oh Oh man, I was busy <laughs> filming so the adventures of Percy Jackson and his oh, friends, and his, <laughs> and his friends, the sea monsters. And his monster. Um, yeah, Hell Baby. It's just nothing happens. One of the funniest people in it is Keegan Michael Key. Mm, He's yeah. actually pretty good. Oh God. Um, I Ugh. mean, he does he does just a pretty basic thing, but it's like not eh, him. He's pretty likable. <laughs> yeah, I know, shocking, but what basic? He does something he can handle, and he's he's charming enough in it. And and people show up. Paul Shear and like. Basically, Everyone what happens is it's, it's the rough pretense that that uh, Rob Corddry and Leslie Bibb move into this uh, house that's haunted by the devil, I guess, sort yeah. of. But like, it's all basically just a rough pretense for people to show up and fuck around for a while. Mm-hmm. So Paul Shear and Rob Hubel show up as cops, and they just be themselves, which is awesome. Like, it's not like it's devoid of hilarious things. It's just devoid of movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they show up, and then um, 
Tom Lennon and Robert Ben Garant show up as uh, uh, these two priests who are like these ass kicking exorcist priests who smoke all the time, and it's like, eh, and and they're both channeling Father Guido Sarducci. Okay, <laughs> that's basically yeah. what both of them are doing, and it's really weird. It's like uh, everybody just shows up and hams along on the camera for a while. Uh, like um, Ricky Lindholm shows up, and uh, you know it's been famous on podcasts mainly for the fact that there's like a five minute scene of Ricky Lindholm naked. Not bad, yeah. But, <laughs> it, but I mean, it, it it almost seems like why is that there? Like, yeah. like there's no point for it being in there other than Rob Corddry's uncomfortable that Ricky Lindholm's naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, funny. just a giant mess, no <laughs> point to anything, and the the shit that's funny isn't funny enough to to keep this thing from being a, a load. Yeah, that's, I mean the trailer. Except Kumail's like awesome. Kumail is awesome, and his new album's really good. Well, I think it's his first album. Um, yeah, he's got a. It's called Beta Male. Oh yeah, yeah I haven't really heard funny. it yet. Super funny. Um, oh, it. and uh, uh, yeah, so I've been wa- watching a lot of Michael and Michael have issues because uh, uh, I have Irish yeah. Netflix on, and and it's on there. Oh, cool. What uh, do you think of that? Uh, I think it's fucking great. It's pretty funny. I think it's it's so fucking good. Yeah, and it's got moments. Yeah, like it, it's 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 funny in the way that you know that that Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter are funny. Like yeah. it's a, a little absurdist, and mm-hmm. you know Michael Ian Black plays a sardonic douchebag, and yeah, and Michael Showalter's like, a wacky idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of toys with like anti comedy a little, where it's Absol- like this absolutely. is not funny, and that's why we're doing it. Which is exactly, which is so, so, sort of a lot more what Michael Showalter does. Yeah, um, but it's great. Uh, it's funny, it, it's yeah. so much fun, and and it, it shouldn't have been canceled. And yeah, again, the whole through line of that is that Kumail's on it. Yeah, totally. Um, but for, and yeah. they call him Kumail because <laughs> we're tight. Yep. Uh, so before film roulette, uh, I will bring up one more thing on my end. Uh, I watched a movie that Greg has seen some of, but he fell asleep. Yes. Um, but I've, I've been meaning to watch this movie for a while because of the talent behind it. It stars Mm -hmm. Jeff Bridges and it was the last film ever directed by Hal Ashby who made movies like, uh, Oh, it was his last movie. Yeah. It was his final film. Um, fucking this movie. Okay. This movie's called eight million ways to die. Mm -hmm. I, in my mind had it built up that this was this movie that I don't know where I heard about it, but I just thought like 8 million ways to die. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be really good. And I watched it and was so fucking into it for a really long time. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's really bleak, uh, really kind of down tempo detective movie. Yeah. Mid eighties, like Hollywood. Noir, yeah. Like you know, the American for, noir. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like American noir, just really depressing. Like yeah, he's, super, he's, he's just, <laughs> a horrible, horrible drunk. Horrible drunk, like kills somebody. That, Very nice mustache. Yes, <laughs> fucking great mustache. But the whole movie is about like he he shoots somebody on the job that only had a baseball bat, so he can't be a detective anymore. That's and then, a great scene too. Yeah, really good scene. Um, and then he gets so drunk that like he's sleeping on a wall somewhere, and his <laughs> wife has to come like pick him up, and they get divorced, and then just like cuts to months later, and he's he's sober. And he gets kind of pulled into this weird ring of prostitution and drug running and stuff. Mm. And and it's a meandering script from Oliver Stone. Um, but I just fucking loved it. I thought, like, watching it, I was like, this is almost a masterpiece. This is almost standing up there with To Live and Die in L.A. and, mm. and, and Fear City, which I watched recently, and stuff like that. And it does kind of meander, and it 
but it picks up back at the end. And then I went online and it was like, this is garbage. Like everyone was just saying, yeah, this it's very much sucks. like a people are like, you know, five out of 10, like, yeah, eh, yeah. Whatever, you or know. like, oh, you, you know, not a lot of people talk about this because it's just kind of ho-hum or whatever. And I was like, that's really weird. Why? Yeah, yeah. But why? I had it in my head, too, that it was like this kind of underground classic yeah. or whatever, you know. And it's and it's weird because apparently I think it, I think it is I, it is if you're really into those movies like yes. to live and die in L.A. which I fucking love that so movie. good, um, but people like that's kind of a you know yeah has, has a mixed reaction from people I could too. see people watching Eight Million Ways to Die and being like boring because it's not yeah, there's yeah. no action in it no yeah it's like no, walk it's, ar- it's, they walk around and they find something. like there's not even a really fucking gumshoe movie yeah you, know? you follow yeah. him around. Um, but apparently, Hal Ashby had the film kind of like taken away from him, mm-hmm. uh, which which I, I guess that. was one of the reasons why maybe he didn't do any more movies. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, he apparently he had the movie taken away from him, and the studio just just edited it themselves. But it's still pretty awesome, and it kind of makes me think if he had been involved the whole time, if it would be this fucking classic movie that everyone yeah. would talk about. Yeah, I, I put it on at like four in the morning or something, and was struggling to stay with it. Yeah, it I don't. Too, it's you know, not a four in the morning. No, no, it's too <laughs> slow. You know, it's just like. But it was a nice, you know, warm blanket of eighties yeah. sleaze. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, the 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 opening is so drive yeah. Nicholas. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what's how do you say his name? Nicholas Warner. <laughs> yeah, like it has this like neon blue script that's exactly yeah. like Drive with so like a synthy soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's on Netflix, American, yeah, I think. Let's not Check talk about his movies. They tend to incite a lot of <laughs> Germans. <laughs> Germans. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so check that out. It's super yeah. good. I just want to mention two things real quick. Uh, they're making a sequel to uh, Now You See Me. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, really? Yeah, what? Well, it, do, <laughs> what is it going to be called? Please it, tell me. It's, well, it has to be yeah. Now You Don't, right? Of course. Or Now You See Me Some More. <laughs> <laughs> now You Also See Me Again, too. Look who's Now You Seeing Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where Bruce Willis is a baby magician. <laughs> Look who's Now You're Seeing Me, too. <laughs> this time with magic. Yeah. There wasn't any magic in this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, well, his budget was like $75 million. And it made two hundred and seventy-five. That's that is fucking insane. Super, yeah. And I just I don't know who went to see it, and it has gotten mostly you favorable did, reviews, which I'm like, yeah, this budget this is yeah, the movie was so stupid. It was seventy-five like, million, and it made almost three hundred million. And that is fucking bananas. Two hundred and fifty-five. Um, but I fuck. feel like it's a movie that just like a lot of people just happen to go see. I don't think anyone's like clamoring for a sequel. I think they're gonna have. I think yeah. they're gonna have a big failure of a sequel. Yeah, right. I could see that. I don't yeah. know though. You never know. Ooh, I no feel one like wants there's more a whole subset. Of- what else was opening that week? Like I, I feel like there wasn't a lot. It was a crap. Like that's why that it was sort of like. Eh, yeah. I don't remember what you guys saw, but I kind of didn't care yeah. either way. And yeah. I think it's a movie that's constructed in a way that. And I don't want to offend anyone that might be listening that loved it or whatever, but that like stupid people will be really into. <laughs> I don't want to offend don't, the fucking idiots who like that fucking movie, but they're fucking idiots, no, right? I'm basing this on the fact that I follow E1 Films, the distributor, on Facebook, and when that movie came out and they were posting about it, and I witnessed all the comment threads that were like, best movie I've ever fucking seen, ever. That ending blew me away, had no idea it was coming. Blah blah blah, and I yeah, was just because like, it's not like a yeah, it's not a piece it exactly. together movie. Isn't and it? That's it's just like, like uh, isn't the twist ending? This guy did it. Oh, it yeah. was that guy. 
And I think people will watch Even that. We're angry with the dun 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 dun. Yeah. And I think people will watch it and be like, whoa, blew my mind. I did not see that coming. And 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 then word of mouth, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I just oh. feel like it's constructed in a way that people will just like that don't want to think will watch it. And yeah, then yeah, when, yeah. The, I when the twist happens. Yeah. You know. Sorry if I said everyone was stupid. <laughs> if you love that movie, argue with me about it, whatever. Maybe I'm just too stupid to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the other quick thing I'll mention just before we get out of this is just, I think this is hilariously just stupid and awful. I was on uh, Any Cool News and I noticed they have a Kickstarter up to oh, no. for, for the second season of the 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 I don't even know what it's called the like the TV show Harry Knowles little Any Cool News oh yeah yeah show oh, that boy. horribly weird thing that, that feels that, like it's like the, it's supposed to be yeah. the wraparound on some like crappy Saturday morning cartoon show yeah, yeah. it's yeah. on the Nerdist Network I think or at least it was at one point okay. um, and it's kind of like from his basement or something yeah it's offensively bad it's weird yeah it looks like <laughs> fucking was it Mr. off putting what was that <laughs> fucking <laughs> science show when we were kids Mr. Beekman's World yeah, or something Beekman's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like something like that if yeah. it was more like Beekman's World I'd like it more <laughs> yeah, sure <laughs> well yeah but it's just got a big fat idiot that doesn't know anything about movies or, yeah. Yeah. or you know like a uh, mystery science theater when they're not watching the movie it's kind of like yeah all right get, get through this <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's i think what it's supposed to feel like yeah, yeah. oh like so that. not good and wait for something to happen yes <laughs> i got a very specific way, th- way i want my web series to go you guys okay i don't want it i want you to want to be waiting to get to i would like better. It to be uncomfortably bad well yeah. there, as long as it's interesting no see that's where it's going to yeah. be different yeah. i that's want people to hate me but also feel bad for me yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, why do you need a Kickstarter for? Like, Seriously. yeah, what was the production cost yeah. on this fucking? Yeah, thing? a, what's the production cost? And b, you run like the most famous internet you know? website for movie news ever. I'm pretty sure he's at least fairly well enough off. Sure, yeah. I, I think he can fund just... some his stupid pet project. Yeah, that one likes exactly. And now he wants our money. Yeah, you may earn money to read my shitty reviews. The whole Kickstarter thing is like, in terms of within Hollywood, is is. Is weird. Well, yeah, Zach Braff's whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Man. Wait, what's happening? He did a Kickstarter for a movie uh, a while back, and 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 it got crazy funding because it was just after the Veronica Mars one. And it was, is there any way to do an anti Kickstarter production Kickstarter? <laughs> yeah, because I want to fucking I Take I want away. to uh, I'd like to rid the world of Garden State if I could. <laughs> like Zach Braff's not like a huge hit star no, anymore, no. but. He's not fucking broke. No. He's, it's not like he doesn't have pull, and Garden State was a big enough hit. Like, mm-hmm. really? You need, you need like, like all these, there's so many small independent filmmakers that could really probably use that money, mm. and now someone has given their money to a millionaire yeah. to make another uh, lifeless imitation of an 80s movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, well, we're going to get that. That's what, you know. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe, like... <sighs> Like, like I remember the Zach Braff Kickstarter said something about, like, you know, this is the only way we can make this movie and blah, blah, blah. No, it and isn't. And I, I don't think it is. I mean, like, maybe there's some truth to, like, the studios aren't going to make your movie because you want to retain 100% control. Exactly. But well, I still that's, think you, uh, that's exactly what But I still is, think right? that he has enough money that he could throw, like, $2 million towards a, right. you know, or whatever, like, and get a yeah. couple of his friends to throw a million dollars in. Just They're go all, make it independently. Yeah. Like, Just go make it yourself. You're Zach Braff. Yeah. That's yeah. what uh, How I Met Your Mother guy does. And apparently, well... Actually, apparently his movies are good. I haven't seen them. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck yeah. Harry Knowles and his stupid <laughs> Kickstarter. Fuck Zach Braff. <laughs> Let's play some film roulette. Let's get into some film roulette. Whoa! <laughs> 
segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good casey and i went and saw elysium and we'll let you know if we think it was good or not and greg rolled low last week so he went and saw percy jackson's sea monster spectacular sea um, <laughs> monkey special yeah. yeah um but the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week so greg's going to be giving us a punishment album later we're going to talk about it next week. But for now, we'll talk about some movies and what album we had to listen to for the previous week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, Casey and I, we rolled high. We got to go see this new movie you may have heard of called Elysium. We sure did. Starring Matt Damon, uh, Jodie Foster. Pretty highly anticipated. The highly anticipated Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is directed by Neil Blomkamp. How do you Blomkamp? Blomkamp. I feel like I'm... The worst at pronouncing <laughs> words in English and just regular words, let alone names. So I have no business saying a name. But uh, this is the director of District 9, a movie that I very much enjoy. I love that movie. Yeah, it was very fucking good. great. Um, this is a science fiction film about uh, class struggle, two classes of people in the future. One exists on Earth still, where it's barren wasteland of Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and the rich people live on a... If you remember what District 9 looked like, yeah. that's what Earth that's looks like. That's where they live. Right. Absolutely. And the rich people live on Elysium, which is kind of a space... It's uh, this big, roundy space station, station that yeah. uh, that has these big, lush parks and mm-hmm. giant houses for the cultural elite. Yes. And uh, no diseases there because they have those pods from... Uh, from uh, Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. yeah. You can just get in there and get all of your shit fixed up. Yeah. No alien abortion. <laughs> so mm-hmm. basically, Matt Damon's poor. He's working a job. Uh, he's like a he's like a, a factory multiple time felon. Yeah. yeah. So he's working like a factory job, and he ends up getting a dose of radiation, a full dose of radiation that will cause him to die in five days, unless he gets himself to Elysium. Right. So he gets this robot arm thing strapped to him, and he's going to head up to Elysium. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. That's just the gist of it. Um, so, uh, how do you want to attack this? I think this movie is a huge fucking mess. It is a giant mess. Giant it's, mess. I, I'm not going to say it wasn't, for the most part, entertaining. Well, mm-hmm. sorry. There's it was mo- entertaining at points. Yeah. But not all the way through. No. And uh, there's there are some performances in this movie that almost made me hate it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 was, watching, I was watching this movie, and I was like... It had me for a, a period of time, of, yeah. of, and it seemed like a pretty long stretch of time. With like the the movie opens, you mean at the beginning? Yeah, like it builds really. nicely. It builds nicely. They're building a world. I was kind of like, I'm into this, yeah. but it really, really just turns into a mess, yeah. and and does not capitalize on any of its potential. I feel like it, it doesn't use the characters properly. No. Um, it's like a high concept movie that doesn't treat its concept highly. No, you know what I exactly. Mean? Like it's a high concept movie that pays off in really fucking dumb ways. Fucking predictable ways. Yeah. Telegraphed ways almost all around. Yeah, yeah. There was no point where I was like, oh shit, that's happening. Yeah. And there are just, and uh, I, I tried it. Like if I'm going to see one of the good movies, I try to avoid. Um, uh, any like reviews or anything like that. I want to go mm-hmm. in and see it and, and, and sort of make up my own mind. But I accidentally, I was on Facebook and 
you went and saw it with Alex uh, a couple days before, mm-hmm. and Alex posted something on on Facebook. And so I read like the first line of it, and I just I just read the words plot holes, and I was like, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> and um, those are two very very uh, uh, necessary words in describing this movie. Uh huh. Yeah, and and some of some of them I was willing to kind of skirt, and some of them I wasn't. It was a lot like Prometheus, where where there was some stuff that happened where I was like, What the fuck, man? Right. Like, there's a whole stretch of the movie where they're trying to fly to Elysium, and it's so hard and shit, and they finally get there, and it's like, people have died and stuff, and then, like, later in the movie, they're like, we gotta go to Elysium, and then they're, like, landing and on it. And then they're just like, we're <laughs> yeah, there now! I know. I was like, Oh, what? my God. And there are, like, these little probe things. Like, Charles Copley, his character is great, to a certain extent, because mm. um, they don't really give him that much to do but you could tell he wanted to do something like if they had have just given him more to do he really would have fucking killed it mm-hmm. but um but he sends out these little probes <laughs> looking for matt damon and he's got all this crazy technology and all this shit and apparently these probes like they're they basically look like you know those uh roomba you know the yes the, yeah the, the, the little roomba vacuum yeah the, the, it's those but they fly and uh, if you want to, if you want to get one of those off your tail, what you want to do is throw a rearview mirror at it, and then it's done. <laughs> it blows up. It's just fucking useless from yeah. there on in. There's a lot of just really convenient things. Jodie Foster was fucking terrible. I in know. This movie. I was she like was the looking worst. forward to her in this. Me too. And and. And was like, what are you doing? Yeah, like I, I don't know what where her character was supposed to come from. Like, not not. She had kind of like the like French English accent. Well, no, that she I, has, I don't mean but, the accent specifically, yeah. but I mean her her intention. She was just this two dimensional evil person. Yeah, but I mean her even her accent, which I think is like like one that she has in real life, felt weird. Yeah, it didn't yeah, feel like right. and it felt really contrived. Yeah, um, I just feel like this movie is like. A lot of people throw around that Neil is this, like, finally a guy making action movies that are smart and have something to them. Yeah. And I feel like you can say that about District 9 to a degree. Right. But I feel like in the blowing up of the budget and and scope of this movie, what I was hoping was going to be smoothed out have been magnified. Yeah. And I feel like this movie is just kind of elbowing you being like... Hey, isn't this kind of like uh, Border Patrol? Isn't this kind of like uh, immigration in the U.S.? Anyway, oh my God, video like, game explosions. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah. actually, it doesn't actually say anything. And and the whole like us versus them, they're up there and we're down here trope is something that isn't even that brilliant. I mean, fucking Greg watched it in Upside Down Love Story. Well, that, you that's know what I mean? the thing. Um, like like I, I was like, okay, they're probably gonna do something new with that they're mm-hmm. probably gonna like like take that to to a different place and th- there's gonna be certain things on uh you know elysium that that break down like their class system breaks down because mm-hmm. you can't just have you know like this uh this upper class thing but no they don't deal with any of that shit yeah um and oh the fucking there's this guy who like facilitates people going to elysium he gives them like these fake quote-unquote passport yeah type things um, he's the fucking worst. I could not <laughs> deal with that guy either because he's the guy who's like, I'm crazy. Look at how crazy I am. Mm-hmm. I'm running all over the place being crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, like there was nothing to his character other than like, I say words so crazy sometimes. Yeah. There was like, yeah. And and I just felt like there was points of, of the movie where I was watching it and I didn't find myself enraged at this movie very much while I was watching it. I kind of walked out of it thinking like that was okay. Yeah. But then it was kind of like, 
the more I sat with it, the yeah. more I kind of thought about it. And, and, and I mean, the ending did leave a really bad taste in my mouth because it's really schmaltzy. Yeah. It really builds to this point where it's relying on like music with the choir and like, oh, it just yeah. really fucking irked me that way. And I just, I read on the internet, a really perfect way to, to, to describe this in a review. Um, somebody on Letterboxd, the social film site, said that this movie was like a chocolate chip cookie that somebody accidentally baked using salt instead of sugar. And you're <laughs> eating this chocolate chip cookie and you're like, this fucking dough is disgusting. And then once in a while you're like, that's a chocolate chip. I like a chocolate chip. Right. I like right. chocolate chips, but the dough is fucking garbage because there was moments like there's a part where they take down a little red flying uh machine with the bad guy and, and those things were cool and those, those things were cool, were cool. And, the, and like that whole kind of like attack scene was pretty cool i just feel like wasted potential like real real wasted potential it, here i'm really surprised like i, I really uh well i mean it, you just got one film yeah this guy but it was so it was a cool inspired movie. Inspired and it was fantastic fun and, and touching. Uh, honestly, I think I think you're right. I think budget really killed this thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think giving that guy because he had a certain budget to deal with with District Nine. Yeah. So he made a small movie with where sort of bigger things happen every once mm-hmm. in a while, but it is still a pretty small movie. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, Elysium is just fucking all over the place. Yeah. Matt Damon's great. Uh, William Fickner's great. Um. Yeah, it just turns. It just, it, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah, a real, real disappointment. Really, yeah. and, and I think the AV Club talked about it. Like it's like he's he always has one hand on the video game controller or something. And I feel like that's a big issue here. It's like yeah. the action can be cool, but like you set up this whole world where like I thought interesting things were gonna happen. Like I thought there was gonna be a plot and a story that I care about and characters that I want to see their arc resolved and instead it's just like hey isn't this a cool thing they're up there on the spaceship they can cure everything anyway and and there are points too where um where it's like okay well we need to get everybody on the spaceship right now but we don't know how to get everyone on the spaceship right now yeah but we really need them to get up there so eh, everybody just get on the spaceship now (laughs) Yeah. Like, like there, there are just these real conveniences that happen and and also like they have to get this this information that is downloaded into. Uh, is that is that a spoiler to say that they have to get the information that's that that's downloaded into so. Matt Damon's head? Uh, they have to get it from. They're like, we, we need the, some information that they need up on Elysium, which they carry around in their heads. Um, they're like, we need to get some of that information from a, from from a, a citizen of Elysium, and Matt Damon's like, we got to get it from this guy who happens to be his boss. Who then happens to get some information that, like, is yeah. this a bigger thing than it should be? It's just there are these conveniences that happen. Mm-hmm. That there's uh, a lot of conveniences in that plot taking shape, but I felt like when the movie. But the thing is, that plot never pays off. Not really. Uh, I just felt like that when that plot was being introduced was when I, I still felt like I the movie still almost had me because I was kind of like, okay, you know, they're going to need the stuff that Matt Damon has and it's going to be like a fun chase movie. Right. But then it was it wasn't not not like, no, no, you're, you're right. Like, like when that happened, I when he's like, it has to be this guy. And I'm like. Yeah, like why would you just conveniently say that guy? But fine, you're right. Like, like at that point, I was still because like, I was that trying just reminds to fight me against of, of strange days it. or something where like you know someone has a, a fucking disc or whatever. And I like movies where it's like you came into something you didn't know was going to be important, and now like 
there's a struggle for it. Right. It didn't feel like that was the driving force of the movie at, at much of the time. No, no. Like, it, it was something that was, was set an, up, and I was yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll let that be a thing. And, and it was another it just, thing that wasn't, like, maybe that needed just to be a different movie, because you've already set up a, the Elysium plot line. Like, that's the thing. Like, all of the plot lines are just set up to get them onto Elysium. Like, not necessarily to, to for the whole thing to culminate there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not a good movie. Yeah, I, I was entertained a lot of the time. Yeah, there's some, some faces some of the time. get blown off and some cool shit, which is fucking awesome. There's moments where cool shit happens yeah. for sure. Just disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate. Another unfortunate. unfortunate Hollywood blockbuster of 2013. Maybe the worst year in a really long time. Yeah, yeah. for for missed potential. Oh, it's been bad. ridiculous. Epically bad. Yeah. Speaking of epically bad, I want to know what Greg thought of. The sequel to Percy Jackson, Lightning Boy, or whatever it was called. <laughs> the Lightning Thief. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you go watch The Lightning Thief in I preparation? Not. Oh. I risked not understanding the story. <laughs> so you, you just went in cold Why to Percy Jackson. Why does this boy have lightning? I have no idea. Where did he get, get that? Did you pay for that lightning? Did he pay yeah. for it? How much did he pay Are for it? Are you a lightning dope. shoplifter? Um, all right. So Percy Jackson, uh, this is a, based on a series of books being based on the second, obviously. Percy Jackson is the uh, half-god, half-human son of Poseidon, and all the gods in Greek mythology have these uh, bastard children, Uh and uh, they all live on this little island or something like that, which is like the lamest summer camp ever, (laughs) (laughs) and they all live there. Um, And, you know, actually, the first scene, I was like, you know what? Maybe this will be okay. It's like some kind of dark fantasy for kids. Yeah, because they kill like a a preteen in the first scene. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's all right. Uh, it's like, yeah. I, I, I love <laughs> dead. I like that that they were they were willing to go there. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, there are stakes. People mm-hmm. will die. And the this girl, she's a uh, half breed, the daughter of Zeus, and because she sacrifices herself and dies to save these three other half breeds. Uh, from uh, from uh, basically like the Cyclops from Krull, okay, and one of the orcs from the Lord of the Rings movies, like like really, uh, <laughs> really close to this. And so she beca- wait the the Cyclops was a bad guy, yeah, but he's so adorable. I know, and he's very it's very sad when he dies in Krull. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, so she gives herself, and so Zeus, uh, because of her sacrifice, turns her into a tree, which then protects this camp where all these kids live it becomes like a fortress or a uh, force field right and then we cut then we go inside to present day this was like 10 years ago or something and and what they do and and this is where i'm like oh no i mean this is not gonna be okay (laughs) this isn't some dark fantasy okay there's this it's all the kids and they have like events and stuff and it's it's kind of like harry potter wannabe where Mm -hmm. they're all competing against each other in lame things but uh I, I, there's a this poor actor. I feel so bad for him. The main this guy? Thing, no, no. This guy named Bra- Brandon T. Jackson. He plays a character named Grover, who's like uh, a, a goat boy. <laughs> oh no! He's, All right. Well, that's awesome. He's this. Yeah. He's this. I just feel. I just felt. I was like, oh man, how, this has got to be. How do you? How do you dig down and pull out this performance? Because he's just this. Uh, they. They. He's like wearing like fuzzy pants <laughs> that are goat legs, but so like he's got like the backwards knees. Yeah. Who's like. <laughs> Running around with that, and he has little horns. Oh my god! Well, just, you go, you listen to some Adam Sandler records. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the grass is soft. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I just was like, oh my god, the poor goat. There's a goat boy, and there's a couple of these goat boys, and then one of the teachers is a centaur. Oh no! And then it's uh, and Stanley Tucci <laughs> <laughs> playing himself. Yeah, it's just like got another. Hello, I'm Stanley Tucci. I'm hair. also. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, hey, and he's bastard like son exasperated of a Stanley Tucci. I don't, I don't know what his position is there or what if he's a god or something i don't know what he does except for not remember anyone's name and that is a running gag in this movie he yeah. says everyone's name wrong and he's like whatever <clears throat> that's pretty funny it's pretty good right <laughs> the way you just described yeah. it so uh, the lightning thief from the first movie is this demigod named luke and he's Percy's cousin, and he tried to steal the lightning. I don't know why. All right. And, uh, he wanted the lightning. Greg. This time, <laughs> he is going to uh, awaken Kronos, who is the um, uh, like father of uh, Zeus and Poseidon and all the other gods. But he was really shitty, and he ate his own children. So they Ooh. killed him, and they became the they were it was the world of Titans, and then they became the gods. But he's going to bring Kronos back, so Percy Jackson has to go into the Sea of Monsters to get this thing to put, fix the tree and stop the stuff because there's a prophecy. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> that's the story. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> now, I'll say this. The movie is uh, sh- shot pretty fucking well. Like, There's a lot of really nice-looking scenes when they aren't ruined by really... Ugh, crummy CGI. Directed right. by someone named Thor. I was going to say that. I wanted to bring up that the director of this movie is Thor Frudenthal. Frudenthal. And I was like, well, that's an intense name. And then I yeah. looked up what he's directed. I was like, like Thor Rudenthal. He's directed like Diary of a Wimpy yeah. Kid. Hotel yeah. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. All right. But it's a nice looking movie. There's okay. a lot of good big wide shots. Oh my god, he did monkey business in ninety six. Yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. And uh and this lead kid who plays Percy Jackson, he's fine. He can carry a movie just fine. A movie like this. Mm-hmm. He's better than Charlie Hunnam in Pacific Rim. Um Take that, Charlie. Yeah, take that. Boom. I brought it. You roasted. Take that out, TMZ. Um <laughs> Uh, and okay, the things that happen in this movie are all actually vaguely entertaining, you know, ideas and like, oh, put them in peril this way. And it's just a bummer that all of the characters are so unforgivingly irritating. 
Every yeah. time they talk, it's just, like really bad script and bad performances, really hammy, hammy performances. Okay. And and that's the bummer of this thing is these kids are like all over the script anyway, and who they are, just their written characters are just so stupid. Yeah. When you when you got uh, when you rolled and won this, I kind of thought like you know maybe he'll go and be like I don't know it's not for me but it was fun or yeah, you yeah. know I don't and know I I you know it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. It's but you know it's somewhere in between Twilight and the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, where I, I I enjoyed the Harry Potter stuff. Oh for yeah, the most part you know it looked really it. good. The it movies a, I didn't read a the great books. amount of uh, of uh, depth to the darkness to yeah. it and, and threat. Like the, you know, the movies have a good like I, did, I wasn't a big fan of the first one with Chris Columbus, but no, I feel like no, the no. movies made a, a, a good arc to like well we have to start with it because the kids are still young with these early books yeah, yeah, and yeah. and then kind of grow into the darker stuff which yeah. became way more interesting. Oh absolutely. Once Gary yeah. Oldman shows up in that series, yeah. it, def- it definitely gets into the right kind of darkness. Totally, and I think against consequences. I think they wanted um, this movie. No, they really you know want they really want it to be that really wanted it. So big bad. franchise because um, they got all the books. Oh yeah, and so, I mean they're doing well, and this will this I'm sure will do well. Um, so far, I think it, it's saying 34 million uh, at the box office, yeah, okay. which is actually higher than the first one made okay. uh, at the box office on the first weekend, I think. Yeah. But the first one went on to gross 226 oh, at the box office. Wow. I don't know if that's total forever kind of thing with with video and. And uh, um, overseas, but yeah, it's, yeah I don't know. I, like Nathan Fillion. Sh- Nathan Fillion shows up in the middle. No, and even he can't charm in, in, in an no. interesting moment into this. And and they try. He's got a couple <laughs> of little like fucking throwaway one-liners that aren't bad. And he makes a Firefly reference. Uh, no way, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, like an off. That seems cheap. No, no, no. In kind of a. Uh, he gives them something that, like, they constantly like. I, from what I remember from the previews from the first Percy Jackson movie, they like to give him things that look average but are magical crazy. Yeah, because like doesn't he give him like stuff. a can of something? Yes, or? there is. He gives it was well, a thermos. Right. He gives the chick a thermos, and and it's but it, it's magic inside. But it looks like a. It is just a cheap thermos from a TV show, a Hercules TV show. And then he turns to the camera and goes, I was in Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they're like, isn't that whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ah, oh, it was the best TV show. The best. So of course, it was canceled. Yeah. Like, right. Gotcha. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's weird. There's a couple of people from the Whedon-verse. Uh, yeah. Anthony Head is in this thing as well. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's the studio attempt to kind of like, you know, because this is like a, a kind of a nerdy movie. It is. It's... I'm sure that there's some fans of the book, but that also cross over into like yeah. the Weedon. I feel like that's kind of like, come on, guys, like rally behind Percy Jackson. We got we're as yeah. clever as Josh Whedon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the here's the main problem with this movie, other than the really irritating characters uh-huh. that are everywhere. Um, and then some of them leave, and you're kind of like you forgot how irritating they were, and, and you didn't even realize how relieved you were they were gone until they show up again. You're like, oh fuck you, oh my god, what god, you're terrible. Oh, this asshole's bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the girl who hates Percy Jackson because she's in competition with him in their stupid day camp that they live at. Oh, she's the worst. Anyway, uh, she comes back near the end, and I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot. Uh, Okay, the Sea of Monsters yeah. really lacks monsters. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, when they got to the Sea of Monsters, there's one big monster, and I was like, okay, but not really for very long, and right. then that's it. 
Oh, or is no. he still more into the sea of monster? Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. The sea of a monster. It's a the bummer, sea man. Because when monster. they get there, they get to the sea of monsters. I'm like, you're like, yeah, right, I'm in. Fucking, I give a fucking, uh, I've watched an hour of this, so I care enough to see a bunch of monsters. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll bring I, des- it I deserve a bunch of monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get any. And then they, you know, obviously Kronos happens. Sorry for the spoiler. What? And he's got to fight him. And he's an imposing, pretty decent ish looking. Well, design-wise, CGI-wise, not so good. But, you know, intimidating villain. Like, how is he going to beat that? Beats him really easily. <laughs> Just like, bam. Like, it's like like you were saying with Elysium. We're like, oh, man, how are we going to get to Elysium? Like this. Yeah. yeah. You know, just there's no... Uh, he had a harder time fighting this mechanical bull at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Like, he mean, they, like, they get their asses kicked by this bull that's, you know, the size of like a... The a bull, uh, you know, <laughs> the size of a bull. Yeah, a pretty big bull, a, a bigger yeah. bull, a like, double size bull. Fucking asses kicked, and he's bleeding from his nose and his mouth from it. And like it's like I don't know how he's gonna beat it. Yeah, but the giant devil monster, he's like, boom, you're dead. Yeah, like, and there's just nothing. Just hits him in the funny bone. Oh, yeah, just like they gave up at the I'm end. Like, we don't, we can't think of anything. Yeah, just he sticks him with the sword. That's all he does. He has his magic, you know. Uh, Prometheus sword, uh, or not? Uh, sorry, Poseidon, Poseidon sword, and he, that's it. Yeah, just like you don't like this sword. <laughs> you stick you with my sword. Oh, my only weakness, Movies a sword in the yeah. heart. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Yeah. Did you uh, did you notice Craig Robinson in there? No, really. What? Uh, he was a voice of. Some, oh, of that's who that. Hey, he's not good. Did oh I, no. I see. Though is he a Cyclops? What's his name in it? George. Oh. That's what IMDb's telling me. George. I'm sorry, you sound disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. I think there there was some. I was trying to identify the voice. I'm like, that sounds right. Anyway, uh, Ron Perlman was a voice too. Really? Maybe yeah. it was him who was bad. Somebody played a big cyclops with a kind of a deep polyphemus. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, crummy. Yeah, yeah, not uh, good. Like ugh. Uh, anyway, doesn't I, sound as bad as uh, Smurfs. Smurfs, no, too. no. And I, I got to feel like a different kind of weirdo in yeah. this movie. I was the preteen weirdo <laughs> yeah. this time. So. Oh, I've been the preteen there weirdo. There was still some, some people like parents looking. <laughs> I had at to me go weird. see the host. I was to remember yeah. All right. <laughs> alone You're in a mostly empty theater. <laughs> Oh, this the oh right, the the that Twilight ripoff. Yeah. Thing. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was thinking you meant the Korean one. And I'm like, oh, that's not for preteen. Listen, I had to go see a really fucking great monster movie alone and enjoy myself wholeheartedly. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's maybe more awkward to go see alone than the Percy Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Um. Well, some of us listened to an album this week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why don't we talk about that? Yes, please. Punishment right. album from last. I didn't listen to any of it. Okay. I was aware that there was some form of him rapping on it. That's, yeah, that yeah. Is so why that's, that's, I picked it. You've yeah. never heard Rain Maida rap before. <laughs> so uh, Casey and I listened to Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace fame. He, yeah. he put out a solo album in 2007 called The Hunter's Lullaby. Now, now when you gave it to us, you said... As Wikipedia says, folk alternative rock spoken Spoken word. word. Yeah. Which I thought was literally going to be like storytelling hour with Rain. (laughs) Like, I thought he was going to be like, hello, I'm talking. Like, I didn't think it was going to be like, like rap. Yeah. Like, like put rap on there. Because it's such a lazy form of rap that I can see how someone would be like, can we not call it rap because it's offensive if yeah. you consider this rap? Let's just call it spoken word. Uh-huh. So this album... But it is very much rap. He this is album rapping. is garbage. 
Uh, well, no, but I, I mean, this no, I maintain that this this album is, is not as as train wreck across the board as that as that I Our Lady Peace one. I can't listen to this yeah. kind of album. It's an album that is all over the map and was interesting because of that, but I still hate it. I am looking forward to never having to listen to this again. Yeah, but it it was entertaining. Yeah, like again. He's you rapping. Hear Irene made a rap. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and you hear, you can hear what kind of flow does he have? What's his oh, thing that like, he's doing? Like it, it's 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 really contrived. Is you it like t- save like, the convention center? Like dun, dun, no, uh, no, not at all. No. It's like it, it's, it feels like um. You remember that? Everything's gonna be alright. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah. Remember how you know how that guy talks and he's like, uh, "There's a lot of yeah. angels in this." Devil down. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you know that kind of deal. Yeah. Gross. Um, it's not exactly that, but it's got that element. I yeah. just I was surprised at how eclectic the album was in terms of its instrumentation. Right. I didn't hate some of the production. I think the best thing I can say about this album is some of the drum production I was into. I think a song there was one or there was one song where I was like, if you took Rain Maida off of this mm-hmm. Deleted everything that he put down on the page for lyrics and had like Beck come in and do kind of like what Beck does over this like overmodulated drum beat with like the kind of interesting instrumentation. I could see this being a song that I would be like, I don't mind this. But with him over it, with the shit that he's saying, I was just like, no. But I did think some of the production, I was like, I'm not, it is not making my ears hurt to listen to. No, yeah. There there are some. Vaguely interesting ideas every once in a while, but you can tell it. it well, I don't know. I can't say it wasn't his. They weren't his. I don't ideas, know. Yeah, but I feel like they weren't. Oh, for sure. There's a like, lot of. There's a lot of. Um, like I feel like he set out to make a solo album, like where where like because he's on the cover and he's wearing yeah, like weird, a, here a I am and shit, <laughs> and it's like okay, he's like this is really his, folks, his integrity. I'm a folk piece. hero now because he references Henry Miller at a yeah, point. He does a uh, lot of like. Like, She's gonna burn all her shoes, not because of Henry Miller, but because she ain't going anywhere for a while. Yeah, like, well, and it's like, <laughs> there's definitely a lot of posturing. So much. There's like, so, so much, much. Just like can, I'm gonna reference punk rock because, yeah. like, you, I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're, I'm gonna they're reference so, writers. I'm gonna reference this and that because I feel like I have something to prove in my turn t- into a folksy like, spoken I, I feel word like guy. This is this is his sort of turn at making like a palatable. Like poppy, like Tom Waits. Yeah, like absolutely. Like he, he thinks he's Tom Waits. That's at some what he points. thinks. Jesus Christ. Um, I think he thinks uh, like he's he's a bit of a beat poet. He actually has a guest on the uh, on the album called Jared Paul, and I looked up who this guy is, and he's a beat poet uh, or like a like a um, I don't know what you call that. Like one of those guys who talks about the White House in the White House is bad. You know, like one of those guys. He's got a song called or a poem called class war path i'm like ah, <laughs> it's just it's that yeah. kind of obvious like hippie bullshit poetry yeah that doesn't actually say anything it just uses lots of words like government <laughs> oh you know? not them no I, <laughs> not, not them again they're always keeping me down <laughs> i was just i i like this album was fucking garbage but i was it was interesting to me because i went into it expecting 10 acoustic yeah. whiny our lady peace songs 
that all had the exact same like there's one or two songs in here that are exactly that and i was like i that's what i thought i was getting into like that this was going to be fucking cranberries level of i can't fucking listen to this right and i was just kind of like whoa i wonder what dumb thing he's gonna do next this is yeah. interesting <laughs> that, that's the thing like he tries a bunch of different things yeah and fails at all of them. Totally. <laughs> but you're just kind of like, well, God bless him, he tried. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a good way to sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Definitely. I will never listen to this again. I am not happy. <laughs> oh, no, no. But I am kind of glad I yeah. listened to it, because I was like, that was pretty You gave funny. it a whirl. I'm glad you listened to it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so because Greg went and saw a sea of a single monster. <laughs> right. He's going to give us an album to listen to for the rest of the next week. Now, you you said uh, to us in our Twitter feed, or in our, um, our little uh, Facebook... Facebook uh, back and forth. Um, that you could have gone either way. Like yeah, you, I had two, you had a really had terrible two one. albums yeah. that I, I was trying to decide between. Right. A good one and a bad one. I thought maybe I'll be nice and give you You thought a good maybe one? I'll be nice and then I will be nice? Uh, <laughs> well, this album did have a centaur. Or sorry, this movie did have a centaur. Oh shit! So the album is this no, no centaurs on oh. either album. But oh, this movie boo. had a centaur in it and a goat boy, more than one goat boy. Yeah, you your movie was packed full of goat boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah how movie, could you possibly be mad at us? Our movie had zero goat boys. Uh, even with that, I'm going to give you a good album. <sighs> Yay! Right. Album, album that I like a lot, a whole lot, uh, and um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give you uh, the world is a ghetto by War. Oh, uh, oh. 1972. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, we kind of cool rock albums when we did stuff like that and subversive shit. This was actually the best-selling album of 1972, which Sweet. is really kind of weird because it doesn't have any of their really big hits on it. Uh, but I love this album. Um, I got really, really into war uh, when I went into this like sort of funk phase mm-hmm. uh, after I was tired of being a really angry teenager. I was <laughs> like, ugh. I need something. I'm tired of all yeah. this, but but then I got into this, and it's like, oh, this is really really dark, angry music. Yeah, yeah. but you can like dance to it or something. Totally. <laughs> right. Uh, but I think this is a fantastic album, and I highly recommend. I almost demand that you listen to it with headphones on. Okay. Go out for a walk. Don't listen to it. This goes for anybody at home who wants to hear it too. Don't listen to it through crappy uh, computer speakers or something while you're doing something around the house. Listen to the album. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, there are big long songs on it, but they don't get boring. Sweet, uh, but yeah, this is one of the I'm coolest excited. albums I've ever heard. And uh, nice. I, um, yeah, I was I'm having a conversation with Athena about war the other day, and I was just like, "Yeah." You were like, "What I is it?" Good for? <laughs> I was literally just gonna do that. That's awesome. Um, I actually have a, a solo album by the guy that plays harmonica in War. Oh, cool! He's so vinyl. key to their sound. The 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 uh, the album that I have by him is really really silly i can't imagine it's good <laughs> pretty but it's he, like terrible the, but amazing for their like because they do this great thing of pairing the harmonica with the saxophone yeah. at the same time for the the melody lines and it's really really effective and unique you know it's super yeah. cool i'm excited yeah, yeah. gonna listen to the I'm hell out of this album. i really want to know what the bad one was now but oh you will <laughs> someday All right. yeah all right um, well let's find let's out get let's some, roll for let's uh, get some roll action going on oh. this, this week we're rolling for uh uh, the good movie will be Kick-Ass 2, uh-huh. which is a movie that could really go either way. Yeah, really this could. thing could suck balls. I agree. I'm very uh, curious. With, well, I'm excited to see Jim Carrey's performance in it at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah me looks too. really cool. I like Kick-Ass a lot. but I, he I, does not want you to. No, no. Because no, he's uh, been upset with the violence of the world lately and so has decided not to promote this movie because of its intense violence. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm really on the fence as to how I feel about that <laughs> because, first of all, he made a fuckload of money off this thing, yeah. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he took a pay cut. Either way, 
from where I sit, he made a fuckload of money off mm-hmm. this thing. But I mean, he was really shaken up by the events of Sandy Hook, and you can't fault somebody for being having been shaken up by that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But and he's a big crazy actor. They're all crazy. Ex- so yeah. I'm not surprised by anything here. It's like fine yeah. do this and then and change your mind in a few months and you know get back into movies. <laughs> Jeff uh, Jeff Wadlow, the director. Wadlow, am I pronouncing that right? Sure. I don't know. All right. Uh he he's he's come out in support of, of Jim Carrey's decision not sure. to promote the movie. So fair it's enough. It's not like he's denounced the film. That's the thing. He's yeah. just not gonna No, he's it. just saying I'm really uncomfortable yeah. with it. So but well, yeah, still, when the news came out, like, I wasn't like, what the fuck? I was just kinda like, all right, I guess, whatever. Sure. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's coming out. Looks like it could be the big buzzed about movie. Another movie is coming out that looked like it may be a big buzz, <laughs> buzz about movie Yeah, that could go also either way, I think. But you guys, I, I, I'm not dreading seeing this movie. I'm interested in it, but I'm I also think it's going to be bad. I'm really interested for one of you to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I, I'm interested because I, uh, like, because I actively hate <laughs> the, the, the main actor in yeah. it. Actively hate him. So that's just well, who is it and what's the movie, Casey? It is uh, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, and he is gonna try his best to play <laughs> Steve Jobs in the movie Jobs. Yeah, and my and- my reason why I'm kind of on the fence about this movie is because I feel like the first half of the trailer back in the '70s, I feel like he does look the part, but it's well, when but it gets looking later. Like someone isn't a performance. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, but later, I feel like. That's when the real silliness is going to yeah. come out. Oh, my God. Turtle when he's got the era. little wispy beard. Wispy the, beard. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And he is going to be fucking terrible because he is, at his core, a terrible actor. Mm. I wonder if he'll prove you wrong. Let's find I, you out know what? if and you I, will have to watch it. I kind of hope he does because uh, I kind of like it when when I'm I'm wrong about somebody that I really hate being a terrible actor. Yeah. But that's not happening in this. Casey's rolling. He's rolled a two. two. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> I am going to roll. Yep, bouncy roll. Oh, oh no. no. I'm going to go Why? get it. Why? <laughs> Gorman has uh, rolled the dice behind the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's very clean He's back there. Not, uh, with it? No, I can't see that. <laughs> I think you might. Well, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, okay. Six. Six. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It was a six. Yeah. No, for sure. It was a six. six. Let's see what I got here. That's a three. three. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll again, and this time I'm going to roll it underneath the uh, refrigerator. <laughs> I Let's assume it'll be a six. Would never. No, I uh, I, I, I trust your, uh, your honesty. Good. All right, well, I'm going to see Steve Jobs, yeah. which, is, which is great. Yeah, I, hope, I hope you come back thinking, like, Oscar... Fucking I really contender. hope so, too. Yeah. I, I don't I will think not, you will, because but... Ashton Kutcher is a fucking joke. But uh, so, uh, I really wanted to see Kick-Ass, too, so I'm a little disappointed about that. Yeah, that's a bummer. Listen next week. We'll talk about those movies. And uh, yeah. I think now we're going to get into the final edition of the Hero Swap Cage Match. Swap Cage Match has been our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We are down to two. And at the end of this episode, we'll have one. There can be only one. The only one. Oh, my God. Yep. All right. We started with uh, two fucking what would brackets. Conferences. Yeah. Conferences. yeah. And uh, we've pitted them against each other every week. Yeah. Whittled them down over yep. the course of over a year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, well and now, over a year, I think. Now we've ended up with two. So The champion I mean, of the Golan Conference is yes. Dutch from Predator, as portrayed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Globus. The Globus champ is The Bride. Yeah. So that's the, the scope Beatrix for the listener. Kido. That's mm. a big... We've been fucking doing this. <laughs> a very long time. It's very yeah. weird that it's like next, there's no fight next week. Yeah. yeah. Very strange. <laughs> I don't um, know how to think about that. So mm. this is going to be interesting. Okay. So... As you all know at home, uh, who listened to this? Uh, I don't know who else is I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally talking to the only people who listen yeah. to For this. For those of you at home that <laughs> didn't I'm, listen this to this. The thing has been a... <laughs> you really missed out. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> um, we all, as you know, How we play this game is we roll the dice to see which scenario our two combatants will face off in. Yeah. Uh, and there are the three scenarios. We have Nakatomi Tower. We have the... Uh, Kirk versus Spock, uh, Vulcan uh, circle of death with a gazebo and uh, <laughs> Thunderdome. Um, so instead of just rolling and seeing where we are, that is three. And I think best of three sounds about right. We're going to make them fight three times in yeah. all three scenarios. Yeah. And whoever comes out, uh, yeah, two or three wins in that is the victor. Right. So let's start in Akatomi Tower. Let's buckle the fuck we up. We will roll to see who's coming up the elevator and who is already on the floor. The high roll gets the floor and time <laughs> to plan. So we will roll for Dutch first, and he gets four, and the bride gets five. Bride has the floor. Dutch is in the elevator. All oh, right. boy. <laughs> that sounded like a line from that John Denver song. And Dutch is in the elevator. <laughs> And um, in the elevator. Um, oh, I think we've had, boy. yeah, we, we've, we've had here her here before and waiting. Uh, yeah, I don't see her hiding. I think no, those... no, we didn't. We didn't have her in the in the air vents. She knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. bride is gonna fucking attack Dutch as soon as that door opens. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> Why would she say that? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna do an imitation for a while, and he'll be so ashamed. <laughs> That's how I talk. <laughs> Um, this is how she beat Action Jackson, was yeah. like taking yeah. it right to him. Yeah. Uh, I think this is how she beats him in this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's Dutch going to do? No He's... one's got weapons here, so we're just going with a straight hand to hand. Right. Um, I would take Dutch at a more uh, uh, um, uh, I don't know, capable hand to hand combatant than mm-hmm. Action Jackson. Yeah, sure. You know, he's military trained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. My whole thing with the bride is I feel like she's, I don't know, she's very spry and she's very uh, quick. And I feel like she could do like a, like uh, because of her training, she could do kind of like a jump on his back, like. Like a flip over his head and jump or, on his back. Yeah, kind of like thing. I feel yeah, like I she could get that. on him and and yeah. and do her thing in terms of of like I, snapping I, his neck or something. I feel yeah. like in terms of anticipating the next move, they're both pretty well matched. Yeah. Um. So is that what you see? You see, like she immediately jumps at him. I feel like she jumps at, like she jumps at him, him, gets on him. But while she jumps on him, she like, like I feel like when the door is open, she hits him, and he's confused, and then she gets on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In order to not be like thrown by him. Right. Yeah. And then um, I, don't know. I could see him then like get. He's gonna get knocked. He's not gonna die here. But I could see him getting free and going into predator mode where he fucking takes off. And he's you know not gonna he's not gonna stand there and fight her. He's got to figure out what the hell is going yeah. on. There's paint somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> I think he covers <laughs> himself, himself in paint. Yep, and matches you know, the wall. Hides against the wall. Yep, you can't see me. 
Uh, and then she's like, why does that wall have a big man-shaped blob <laughs> on it? And fucking kills him. Oh, you can't see me. You can't see me. I can see you. It's not me. <laughs> it's the wall. No, no, it's clearly, I'm the wall. Yeah. You know those Billy Bass things that's like me. <laughs> ah. I love that that's, his, that's what he does. I don't know. Nope. Hide against the wall. I think yeah. I have the wrong floor. <laughs> I'm just a wall here. Um, Dutch is in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very muscular part of the wall. So I think he's going to get away from her and find himself some place to kind of like, you know, stash yeah. away and hide. And maybe with some distraction going on again, there's the power tools, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and kind of Oh, wait. see, that's interesting. Maybe he sets up, maybe he like plugs in the the, the electric drill yeah, somewhere. Turns, turns so. them all on, buzzing, yeah, right. lights are flickering, mm-hmm. and he's going to kind of stash himself away to kind of prepare for uh, what's coming. You know? right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, anyway, I think that would extend this fight to a, a degree. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she she then um, uh, I assume she goes on the hunt for him. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, she's gonna eventually find him. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? You guys. Somewhere else. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a message on Ali right now. I'm part of the wall. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, I'm going to put him up in the... I think he's up in... Uh, he's in the John McClane air duct. All right. Okay. And uh, I think he's gone up there with one of the power <laughs> the John McClane memorial air duct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like if he's up in the air ducts, then she is going to find herself... A power tool or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I, I mean, she'll we, grab one. I think he's got one too. Didn't we give her? Yeah, yeah. He'll take, take one. Take a weapon up. There. Right. Like I see her getting like a power saw and like sawing through like a we, bunch of ducks or something. I feel like we gave her a power saw. Uh, yeah, before. didn't she cut Action Jackson in half? I think she did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she did. So let's uh, right. let's maybe give her a drill or something. She's um, like poking it. It's yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Poka, poka, poke, poke, uh, poke. <laughs> he's like, oh. she's becoming less intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does he have the saw? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him the saw. All right. So she's going through the duct, poking poka, the poka. drill up into it, getting closer and closer to him. Yeah. yeah. Whereupon, when she's about to go into him, he cuts the duct from under him and drops down on her. Yeah, yeah. Drops think, down right think, on her. I think he does, but with some subterfuge because he's very good at setting these traps. Right. I think he's, uh, you know, taken some plywood or whatever is lying around there and brought it and put it up in there too. So when she hits a part, thinks it's him, right. it's a decoy. And so she focuses on that and then he's going to come down behind her. Mm-hmm. Ah, very nice. So if, but if this Dutch is, is behind, if Dutch is behind her, if Dutch gets the drop on her, he's going to kill her immediately. I think he does. Yeah. I think this is his best realm is this floor right. with this kind of setup. And I yeah. think he can get the she drop on her. She gets behind her, snaps her neck. Snaps her neck. I, I, I think she's, he saws right into her. Oh, okay. yeah. Boom. Put that fucking thing right, you know, into her back of the neck. Zoom. Sure. Okay. All right. Round one. Round one one to Dutch. Yeah, Dutch walks out of this round. Okay. So now we move on to... Now we move on to uh, uh, the Vulcan uh, death ring. Mm-hmm. No both, weapons. No, they're, they're the ring of death. Both have the long have, staffs. Oh yes, the, wrong the blade staff. on one end and like a yeah. club thing. It's not a club. It's like a big. Uh, it's like a big roundy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, a roundy. Uh, big bri- roundy. It's you know a roundy. Yeah. It's a big roundy, you guys. <laughs> Just so, a big roundy. Yeah. Uh, brides used to these kind of weapons. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Swords. She's, she's absolutely. I, I'm trying to remember if there's any point where she uses a staff, uh, um, but I'm sure she must have been trained. Yeah. Doesn't she use this kind of like table legs from in that yeah. scene against the uh, uh, go go? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
All right. So yeah, in, in so, a staff form. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, I, this is a very this is her her weapon. Right. This is uh, yeah. advantage bride. I think big time. All right. In fact, I don't really see this honestly with a bladed weapon in her hand. I don't see this lasting very long. No. No. no because she's got the reach on uh, on Dutch. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and this this is her forte. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, she's gonna be fucking fast as shit with yeah. that thing. I think so, he's gonna be fine with it. And he can put. He, I think he can pull down like a pretty hard blow because he's so strong. Yeah. Maybe and she'll go up for the block, breaking it in two, giving right. her two. And I think as soon as they break, and he his is down. Like so, picture a downward motion. His yeah. breaks hers in half, hits the ground. His She's hits got the ground. Two, and maybe the blade and sticks I in like, the ground a little bit. Just sure. Just, just long enough for her to like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's bludgeoning him. She's bl- like she's she's like slicing him up with the with the fan blade and bludgeoning him with a roundy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a little roundy. So so he's yeah, so he's done. Yeah. Wow, that was pretty quick. That was pretty quick. I knew that was coming. Uh all right. Um Round so, three. Yeah. Thunderdome. Final round. Of course it ends in Thunderdome. Yeah. Two men enter. Two people enter. Two yeah. people enter, please. One people leave. <laughs> <laughs> One people's leave. <laughs> All right, let's roll for their weapons. Let's do Dutch first. Dutch has five, which is the. Oh, it's the staff with the blade on the end. All right. Oh. Isn't that five? Yep. And six is the uh, chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Okay. Because we rarely we're ever use the staff. Yeah. And that's weird. It's it's just similar to what he, he had before. Yeah. All right. And the bride has a chainsaw. The chainsaw. chainsaw. <laughs> the the sometimes working chainsaw. Sometimes working chainsaw. Uh-huh. Uh, well, good. They both got a, a, yeah, a strong so, so I was really like, please, no whistles and no nothing. Yeah, so yeah. Let's get into something here. <clears throat> um, All right. Okay. So I've, now Dutch has the reach on, uh, he on has the bride. He has the reach. And, uh, now. Uh, you guys might disagree with this, so shoot it down if you must. But uh, my first initial picture of Dutch with this weapon uh, in the Thunderdome, where they're bouncing on cables and working in, in the dome space, I feel like it's going to be a hassle, this weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's going to be kind of clumsy oh, for him. Yeah, because he is, he's bouncing around, right? Yeah. So if he's got something longer than his own reach, yeah. it's possible that it can because it's it's sort of like, like a, a, a grid like the dome is sort of like a like a chain link or whatever yeah yeah so i mean it could be it could get caught between the the, the little i just feel like if i was or... on a bouncy castle thing like with like you know like hanging from bands and i have like a staff i would be yeah. like what's going it's on it's a little inconvenient yeah right it's shape and size it's more so he's I... probably going to want to use it then to uh as master blaster does in uh, thunderdome use that thing right? mel gibson to cut the, the bouncy cords. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got to get this fight on the ground. Right. That is his objective at this point. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's take it as read that he does that. He so cuts he them does both that. Down. Well, I'm going to say he gets himself down. All right. Yeah. First. Now, the bride... Is still going to be bouncing. I think this kind of thing, this plays right into like the uh, film style of Kill Bill of on-wire yeah. karate. Yeah, she, I feel is, like she's going to be bouncing. Is, yeah, she's going to use this shit really well, and he's not going to easily be able to cut her down. Right. Um, that said, I mean, she's got a pretty cumbersome weapon as well. Yeah, running or yeah. not, you hit somebody with a chainsaw. Yeah, but I mean mm-hmm. to be bouncing around with a with a heavy carrying yeah. a heavy chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got but, the two handles though. It really fits nicely. You can yeah. really hold it into the and chest. I, and I can see her like bouncing to the roof and like hanging off with one hand with the chainsaw on the other, and mm-hmm. he's like on the ground, like like can't really get up there. Oh, okay. You know, like That's I feel like she can use the space even absolutely. Right. 
a while now because I, I think he thinks like I'm going to cut this down and it's going to give me this you know advantage I, advantage because I can't handle these bouncy things. But then I think that almost is going to play into like her style, like Greg's saying. Right. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So let's have her then. She's she's bounced up to the top and she's kind of holding on. I yeah. like the I like the idea of that. So he's just down there waiting for her. Sure. And he doesn't really know what to do, so mm-hmm. he's just kind of hanging out. Well, let's give a die roll and see if she can turn that uh, chainsaw on or not. Oh, very nice. So what is it? So one to three. No, she can't. Okay. Uh, four to six. Chainsaw's running. Right. Okay, what do we got? That chainsaw is a running. That chainsaw's okay. going. <laughs> Here it comes. So what is she? I'm gonna, but that's a four, so I'm going to say it runs for a little while. It's going to die, though. All right. It's not running indefinitely. Right. If it was a six, it runs indefinitely, I'd say. But let's, let's say that she... She has it running. She's at. The, she, she's. She knows this, so she's going to use it sparingly, yeah. right? Like she doesn't just turn it on and let it run out. No. Well, she's got to turn it on and go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Try and get in there with this fucking thing. So what she do? Um, well, she's hanging from the top, so she uh, she pulls her rib cord and it mm-hmm. fucking uh, it goes. On. Yep. Does she head straight down? Right down. Yeah. She she's heads straight fearless. down. Gets but right I there. mean, he's he's got a ways. Like he can see her drop, so he's mm-hmm. he's got a ways for her to go. He can get out of the way. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but she's coming right at him. He's got to get in defensive. He's still got this staff. I think he puts the staff up, chainsaw right through it, right. and I'm going to give him a pretty deep wound to the back. Okay. Okay. You know, he's injured now. No more weapon. Right. Okay. She's still bouncing around, chainsaws. He going. doesn't have the two sides. He doesn't have the two. He's got uh, a splinter. I, you know, I feel like he's got like a stick. He's okay. got maybe the blade. Yeah. Like, sure. With a little bit of stick on it. Too, yeah. Right. So he's, okay. yeah, he's got a small blade in his hand. Now. Right. So what do you say? She bounces back up to the roof. Yeah. Chainsaw is now not working. Now it's not working? Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say she, she bounces back up to the, w- to the roof. Him. And I was going to say with the last ounce of the chainsaw, maybe she just she decides to cut herself down. No, I'm going to say. Oh, uh, I like no. that. No, no, yeah, he's yeah. got a blade in his hand. He's got a blade in his hand. Yeah. Stick around. He's good with throwing blades. Okay. Oh, shit. Threw yeah. a fucking knife right through a guy, stuck him to a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Throws right. this motherfucker up, cuts her the fuck down. So okay. she drops. Oh, he cuts her down. He oh, doesn't. Yeah. He's not. Is he aiming for her or is he no, aiming to He wants it down on the ground where he can. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm bringing her down to the ground. Nobody's nobody's so does she, now no bouncing. Can right. she use the? Uh, can, does she decide to hold on to the chainsaw as a blunt weapon? Yeah, I think so. Okay, sure. so now it's ground attack. We're in the throes of Ad, this round. Advantage, bride, because she still has a, a weapon, something big and heavy to hit him yeah, with, and he's injured. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so he's slowed down a little. So bit. So I feel like we get some some good and fast. Uh, Hand-to-hand esque fighting here, right, and yep. I feel like she's given him some some blows with the chainsaw. Yep. But 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 they're not deadly because it's not running. I feel yeah. like there's like some punching and stuff, and she's blocking it, his punches with the uh, chainsaw, and then yeah. like giving him a good like whip to the chest with the chainsaw. I have this feeling. I feel like she's gonna get rid of the chainsaw at some point because she's gonna do as much as she can with it and realize that she's I gonna think, be better. She's more agile and faster with her hands. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I think yeah. when she decides it's time for the kill, <laughs> yeah, she throws the thing away. In my opinion, that um, she throws the chainsaw away and is yeah. like enough playing around, right? And see, I, I have be, trouble. Are we gonna like? We've never pulled it out with her, but I think this is maybe where the uh, that five finger. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Take five steps, and your heart stops. Um, I th- I think so too. See, I have a problem with with where where we went. Like, I feel like if he's got the knife and he's brilliant at fucking throwing a knife, he's not going to go to cut her down. He's going to try because she's already wounded him. He's got a fucking. He's had a chainsaw to the back. I feel like he's going to whip it out. But like, I, I feel like in, he in needs his, her to be as wounded as he is. In his mind, though, I think he thinks like if she's bouncing around with that chainsaw forever, right. I'm yeah. done. He's so done, I need yeah. to he level the playing field. He's got to get her down. Okay, fair enough. I can I can accept that. 
Yeah. And um, I, I, I agree. I like where Greg's going with this. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's what's happening? I think that's I think what's so. happening. I think so. She yeah. gets all. She gets up close. I think she, she gets gives him the five close, hits. Gets, boom, and boom, I think boom, boom, boom. he's like. Well, I don't you think know? he knows what that shit yeah. is. So he's just like, he's like, really? Yeah. That, this is what you've done? And yeah. then I think he. She just backs away. Yeah. yeah. Right. And exactly. She backs, I think she backs like, yeah, six yeah. steps away. Yeah. And he's like, well, now I'm just going to punch you in the foot. Like, you know, he's going to be yeah. like, well, now I'm not, you've, you've opened yourself up for me to beat you right now. Right. And he, yeah. he takes the steps towards her. Doesn't and then, make it. <laughs> Drops to the ground and dies in her arms. Yeah, and and uh, I, I don't know why I associate it's from Hot Rod, but I associate that he shits his pants. Does <laughs> <laughs> uh, just died in her arms tonight? Yep. <laughs> Is that right? I think that's it. I think that's it too. The bride did it. I think we gave Dutch as fair of a fight as we could. I think Absolutely. he got a lot as much in as he could. You yep. can't kill the bride. You can't, you can't. Kill, the bride. kill the bride. I, you know, I was. I've started feeling really. Certain she was going to yeah. take this yeah. thing totally. When yeah, I rewatched too. Kill Bill uh, in like round one or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just like, "This is too much." Yeah, and I I watched. I've seen all of the movies that, that we that we've covered for these characters, and I've rewatched. I'm going to say seventy percent of them for yeah. this uh, this thing, unless it's something I've seen fifteen times and I don't need to watch again. Right, uh, but even some I did. Uh, but I just there's nobody as uh, destructive. Or capable in so many different formats of fighting, and her her reasons for revenge are entirely just. Yeah, like she is, she's entirely the hero. Yeah, in every in every way. Yeah, she's been buried alive. She's been shot in the head. She's fought a hundred ninjas or whatever they are. You yeah, know. big people, small people, yeah. every kind of person. Samurais, guns. You know, it's it's yeah. all there, and constantly victorious. Yeah. So there you I have it. I think it's. Un- I don't think there's any question here. No, can't kill the bride. Can't kill her. Beatrix Kiddo, you are our champion. You are the greatest action hero of all in terms term. of fighting ability. Right. I'm not going to say that that's the best action movie ever, obviously, but no, no. no. Well, that that that's my only thing. Is like I think Predator could. You could make a case for Predator being the best action movie of all mm-hmm. time. You could make a case for it. I'm not saying Absolutely. it is. I don't think you can make that case for Kill Bill. Die Hard is probably the best action movie. Right. In terms of prowess. Bringing these people out of their movie and just making them fight. And putting them in there. The best fucking fighter, the bride. Yeah. Can't kill the bride. Totally. All right. All right. We did it. You heard it here first. Yeah. (laughs) And also only because no one else is doing this. Yep. Um, So there you have it. Tune in next week. You have it. Um are we thinking okay, maybe going back to play a couple rounds of OG Hero Swap after oh this? I don't maybe even remember how to do it. We might. We'll I see. I think we might have we'll to. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. We'll have something for you. Yeah. We'll have something for yeah. you. So you can In find us on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone who died. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SYNWPC, or you can find us on Twitter at SYNWPC. Talk to us, tweet us, post on our walls. Uh, you can also go to modernsuperior.com and read articles by all three of us and, mm-hmm. and listen to our other shows like Faculty of Horror. They're going to have another episode coming up the, soon, I think. So check that out. Listen to their old ones. We got articles and posts galore. Just fucking go to the site. Check it out. And uh, Time Bandits on Friday yep. uh, with, with uh, Ted Masuda from uh, Champion Lover. And extra special guest, we got uh, Eric the Drummer from the same band. And they're doing got a two for one. Two yeah. for one. Two, two for, for one. Check it out. It's going to be great. Yep. So listen to that Friday. Get on it.
Get yeah. All right. And, and uh, as usual, we'll see you next Wednesday, Internet. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Internet. Have fun. Goodbye, Hero Swap. Goodbye, Hero Goodbye, Swap. Hero swap. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Jurassic Park? <laughs> I thought maybe like sad Hulk music. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, do the whole thing. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.